Schwab Trading is now powered by Ameritrade to give you a new, elevated trading experience tailor-made for trader minds. Go deeper with Thinkorswim, the powerful, award-winning trading platforms now at Schwab. Unlock support from the Trade Desk, our team of passionate traders who live and breathe trading like you do. And sharpen your skills with an expanding library of online education crafted just for traders. All designed to help you trade brilliantly. Learn more at schwab.com slash trading. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. The S&P 500 index is trading higher, poised for a fifth record in six sessions. Stocks are advancing with the S&P up six now to 2168, a gain of three-tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials up 23 points to 18,540, a gain of one-tenth of 1%. NASDAQ up 31 points to 5,061, a gain of six tenths of 1%. Tenure down 11.30 seconds, yield there 1.58%. Gold up 250 the ounce to 13.30, a gain of two tenths of 1%. And crude oil down 70 cents a barrel, 45.26 right now on West Texas Intermediate Crude. That is a drop of 1.5%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. It's time now for the ETF report. It is brought to you by National Realty, providers of 100% satisfaction guaranteed New York City Realty Investments. See them at nria.net. Let's go to Catherine Cowdery and get the ETF report. Investors flocked to riskier assets last week reflected in the ETF industry. We saw tons of money fly into the most popular ETFs used by the trading crowd. Um, SPY, the Qs, IWM, and emerging markets. Bloomberg Intelligence Analyst Eric Baltunas says emerging market equity ETFs were on fire. They took in $4 billion. He adds that institutional investors are diving into EEM, the iShares MSCI Emerging Market ETF, which attracted $2 billion in new assets during the week. The reason we know it's institutions is because EEM, traditionally, uh, it trades a ton, like $3 billion a day, but it's very expensive. Most advisors in retail have switched to using IEMG, which is the iShares newer model, which is 16 basis points in terms of a fee, whereas EEM is 69. But it trades so liquid that institutions just, you know, that's what they need, that's what they want. IEMG is the iShares core MSCI Emerging Markets ETF. It, too, gained assets last week, $1 billion worth. That's your Bloomberg ETF report. I'm Catherine Cowdery. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Gold. Behold gold and its 25% year-to-date increase. What will push gold prices higher? Well, for that and other questions, we have Charles DeVoe. He is the Chief Investment Officer for International Value Advisors, helping to manage more than $18 billion in customer assets. Charles joins us in the studio today. Charles, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Let's begin by just understanding exactly why it is that you own, what, about 6.5% of the portfolio in gold right now? 
Well, Pim, that's because we run long-only mutual funds, yet our goals are to try to deliver, if possible, every calendar year positive absolute returns. Yet we do not short, we do not use leverage. And so to have as a tool gold, which more often than not, not always, but more often than not, can go up when stocks or bonds go down and vice versa is a wonderful, is a wonderful tool. It often acts as a hedge. All right. It acts as a, a hedge, a hedge against declines in equities and declines in bonds, you describe. Yes. Uh, you know, short term, but in the longer term, it also has been a great hedge against the debasement of currencies. You know, over time, uh, things, uh, there's been inflation and over time, gold has held its uh, purchasing power. So it's been a wonderful hedge against inflation. Also, let's not forget that gold has, can be a wonderful hedge against deflation. During the 30s, 30 to 40% of banks went bankrupt. And so you, uh, your money at the bank was not safe. With gold, there's no counterparty risk. Gold is not an IOU. So it's also a wonderful tool to have when there's too much debt in the world and, and there's a risk of deflation. So can we link this to a wider strategy or a wider perspective that you have on the global investment landscape? Yes. Basically today, you know, thanks to quantitative easing, uh, ultra low interest rates, manipulated rates, interest rates which either in nominal terms or adjusted for inflation are negative, it's wonderful to have gold in your portfolio which uh, doesn't cost you anything. If you, a third of all government bonds outstanding have negative yields to maturities. Gold, uh, with gold, you don't have a negative yield to maturity. There's something to be said for that. Now, you also, in addition to your gold position, you have 40% of your assets in cash. Well, a, f in a little less than that. You know, thanks to Brexit, uh, we've been able to put some of that cash to work. So I believe now it's closer to 36 36 or 37 percent, which is still sizable, uh, to say the least. And, and the reason is that we'd rather hold cash than force ourselves to buy or hold overvalued securities. And yet around the world, we feel that most stocks and bonds are priced for perfection, to say it elegantly, to say it less elegantly, I would say that they often are at nosebleed valuation level. And so to hold cash, which cannot go down when uh, stocks and bonds can go down is uh, is a great thing. Also, more importantly, let's not forget that cash has huge optionality value. You know, when people say you're supposed to pounce when there's blood in the street, you're supposed to buy low so that you can then sell high, you actually need cash to buy low. So the cash on which we are making no money today, in fact, we're losing money after inflation, hopefully will help us buy great bargains in the future. Now, in addition to having the cash that may be available, you also have to have the discipline to hold cash, particularly when you may have investors who say, well, I can hold cash. I don't need to pay you or I don't need to have a fund that holds cash. Comment on that. Well, uh, absolutely, which is why it's very important to have the right client base. The overwhelming majority of our clients, many of which come to us through financial advisors, and we do have a few institutional investors, what they expect from us is uh, protection of, of, of their wealth. Ultimately, capital preservation is for, more important for them to become very rich. There's a saying, you only need to be rich once. So in many ways, things are asymmetrical. Likewise, some of our clients are, are not so rich, 
And you, if you're not so rich, you cannot afford to lose the little you have. So, which doesn't mean that you should not, um, you know, own risky assets in your portfolio. It means that the risk reward has to be stacked in your favor for you to own risk assets, which is why we value investors. We like to buy securities whenever they trade at what we believe is a, is a big discount, a big margin of safety to use Benjamin Graham's words, Benjamin Graham, the father of investing. We like to buy things at a discount so as to make sure that the risk reward is stacked in our and our clients, uh, favor is that consistent with the idea that uh, you know you make for example when you buy a home you make your money really when you purchase the house not when you sell the house but when you purchase it yeah no, of course and the irony Pim, is that you you don't know it at the time <laughs> but absolutely the uh, the, ulti- the the most important variable determinant of the investment outcome is the price and 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 the v in iva stands for value and it's not because interest rates are low that we will uh, we will change uh, our uh, our way of investing. We're speaking with uh, Charles DeVoe. He is the Chief Investment Officer for International Value Advisors. Uh, just to note that the IVA Worldwide Fund is up about 3.5% so far this year. The IVA International Fund, I believe, is up more than 2%. And that is with this gold holding and with your cash position. Speak, if you can, about those bargains or potential bargains that you may have seen in the United Kingdom because of the Brexit vote on June the 23rd. Well, we've uh, added to uh, uh, a stock which trades in the UK called Millennium and Copthorne. Now, they are a subsidiary of a Singapore group, City Development. They do own a few hotels in the UK, but overwhelmingly their hotels are in Asia and a few in the US. And uh, on, if you uh, look at the value of all the hotels they own, compare it to the share price, you'll notice that the stock is significantly undervalued. Tell me about Bank of America. They just released their results, and it seemed as though the market is uh, responding favorably. The shares are up about three and three-quarters of a percent today. Yes, we like the fact that Bank of America is very U.S.-centric, very little exposure to the U.K. or Europe or or Asia, for that matter. And we believe that they uh, were trading way too cheaply relative to J.P. Morgan or Wells Fargo, which are perceived to be much better managed banks. And we believe that there's been tremendous cost-cutting going on at Bank of America. There's a lot more to go. The balance sheet is uh, strong enough. And in the fullness of time, whenever that is, when interest rates uh, finally go back up in the U.S., Bank of America will be a, a beneficiary of that. Astellas Pharmaceuticals. Now, this is a Japanese-based uh, company, but it is really a global business. Uh, absolutely. They, uh, it's a 35 billion market cap company. It's a big company, although the name is not well known. And uh, one of their leading products is Prograf, which is an immunosuppressant used to prevent organ rejects. And the company is, uh, has a, one, a very strong balance sheet, has net cash, great, has a great pipeline of, of products to come, existing products. And they have a remarkably un-Japanese Capital allocation policy, meaning in a good sense, in the sense that they are willing to pay dividends. And when the stock price is low enough, they're willing to massively buy back their own shares. So we and the stock, even though the stock is has tripled over the past six, seven years, it's still a great bargain. 
Thanks very much uh, for giving us some great ideas. Charles DeVoe is the Chief Investment Officer for International Value Advisors, helping to manage more than $18 billion of customer assets. This is Bloomberg. The Bloomberg Sustainable Business Summit returns to London on April 25th for a solution-driven look at the sustainable business and finance landscape, looking at the latest trends in ESG regulations, supply chain innovation and transition finance. Speakers include leaders from CDP, Emirates Environment Group, TNFD, Ctrace, COA and more. Summit advisors include City and Schneider Electric. Visit BloombergLive.com slash SBS 2024 to learn more.